let's just introduce ourselves. Thank you very much. My name is uh, Jeffrey Bochi Adam, also known as Kofi Usu, okay. from Amsterdam. Okay. I'm a front-end developer, and uh, I do a part-time uh, wedding videography. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and um, Ghanaian, born in Ghana, uh, went to the Netherlands 25 years ago. Mm. <laughs> and this is my first time coming back. Wow. So, yeah, so I came back to shoot a wedding here because of the wedding brought me here. So if it wasn't a wedding, probably would not be here. Okay. So, uh, Turns out somebody got married. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm happy to be back home. Great, great, yes. great. great. Hi, my name is Akwesi Fosuhene. Um, I was born in Germany, but I was raised in Ghana. So yeah. I had high school in Ghana and I worked two years in Ghana. Um, Where exactly? I was working at Metro TV okay. and doing some freelance work for okay. two years after high school. And I moved to the Netherlands about 10, 12 years ago. And I'm currently working as a UX designer. Mm. And I also do animation on the side. Yeah. So oh, great. That's my Interesting. Uh, my name is my name is Ifola B. I am a content creator and a filmmaker. I work with different brands to do content and I manage their social media for them. Okay, great. So, um, so basically, what I want us to do is I want us to make comparisons. Um, some some may be very trivial, some may be very important. But I just want us to make comparisons between between working as a creative in Ghana and working as a creative elsewhere, mm -hmm. and in this case, Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. So um, the first thing I want I want to talk about, which might be the obvious, is money. <laughs> so um, do, do, you, do you feel, I mean, I'm sure the obvious answer will be yes, but we can delve into, do you feel like creatives outside the country are better paid than, say, creatives in Ghana? Uh, for myself, I don't know how much they are getting here in Ghana, <laughs> so I cannot speak on that. Okay. But um, I look, mean, at I mean, we can we can talk figures. You can actually give us like rates of, of of say how much you get paid in Amsterdam, and then we can make comparisons. Cool. So depending on what you are doing, right? Exactly, uh, yeah. So as a videographer, uh, if you come and shoot a video video with me, yeah. a full package. It's like four thousand euros. Four thousand euros. Right. Okay. So with four thousand euros, I'm gonna be there like for fifteen hours, okay. and we shoot a whole video. You get a full documentary video for yeah. like one one hour, one and a half hour, depending on the content we yeah. have, and you got a short video for like ten minutes. Ten, like, a, like they call it a trailer. A trailer, like, exactly. Yeah. And then we also make a one minute Instagram video yeah. for you. So depending on if you want that, we have three packages. We have the eight hours package, the twelve hours package, and the fifteen hours package. Okay. And you know our Ghanaian folks they like partying, so they always take the fifteen hours yeah, package. Because they want to dance at the end. Exactly. <laughs> and, and looking at myself as well, um, if I work with whites, I can always ask more of course. than that. Um, I like shooting with the Ghanaian because white weddings are like boring. Shooting for white people is <laughs> very yeah. boring, right? So it's, it's boring, so uh, that's why I'm still in the Ghanaian, like the African, okay. exactly. But eventually, if we want to make money, I think you need to spread out and go different ways. So I'm also trying to shoot like the white weddings for the mean white wedding, white people, okay. right? Okay. To, you know, get more. Yeah, so, so it's not just Ghana, you shoot for mostly blacks. Exactly. So, what, what, kind of, what kind of um, what nationalities have you shot for? Uh, so, Ghanaian, Cameroon, I shot the Senegal wedding. Uh, Nigerian. 
Nigeria. Nigerian wedding I've shot in Nigeria, <laughs> obviously. Um, so mostly like they are Ghanaians and Nigerian and some Cameroons. Uh, so I want to spread out and do more of those. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I mean, before I go on, I, I think I think I don't know, but I think the packages for weddings in Ghana ranges between um, say two thousand CDs and six thousand, seven thousand CDs, which is obviously less than. 4,000 euros. Yeah. How, how many euros is that? I think it's times six, right? Times so six? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, 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 yeah, I mean... It's like eight, quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, so, so that just gives you a clear idea of, of, of the disparity between, say, where you are yeah, and yeah, where yeah. Ghanaians are. But before I go on, so what do you, have you seen any work of other videographers in Ghana? Yes. Um, so on... Tuesday, I'm going to meet, Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to meet with uh, Blaze Picture. Great. Uh, we linked up on Instagram. Uh, Great, yeah. Told him I'm coming here. So, okay, let's link up. So, I'm going to meet them and just going to talk. Yeah, they're doing some great. I actually watched a video of, 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 of a wedding they shot this morning. It seems to be trending on social media. Okay, yeah, yeah. he's doing very good. It's very so, good. So, okay, cool. That's cool. Now, let's talk about yours. I mean, for, for your area, I don't, mm-hmm. think, I don't think a lot of people are donating in Ghana. That's one thing I would say. And I'll say people, I, I don't know anybody who would specifically say that they, they do like that kind of work. It's always tied up into like a whole big project mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. have to double up. But you can tell us more. Yeah, so, um, well, for me, uh, it's a pretty different experience. When I was working in Ghana, I was doing animation stuff for TV. Yeah. So, like my 9 to 5 job. And then when you're working on TV, you get to know a lot of people and most people ask you, I have my program, can you make a little, mon- they call it montage. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember that last work I did, um, I did for this, this there was this post program and I shot him 500 cities, mm-hmm. but that was like 10 years ago. Okay. So 500 cities was, for me, it was, it was good enough. Yeah. 500 cities 10 years ago, I don't know how much it's worth I, now. I, I can't remember. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was, I don't know. Yeah. No, I think it was because but ten years ago cities was almost the same as the euro. I yeah, think. yeah. So maybe I don't know, it's like six hundred euros or so. Yeah. And for me as in Ghana back then I didn't have that much experience. It was I was getting this gig like almost every week, so it was good. Yeah, it was it was good. The only difference was that you have to always chase people for money. Uh, it's normal. You have to call, you have to harass sometimes, harass, you have to go with it at the office. And they keep seeing you, and they see you are serious, and then they'll pay you. Wow. I remember one time I did a job for one guy. I forgot what it was. It was some TV program. And then he gave me a check. The check bounced. Oh, yeah. I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a couple of checks like that. Oh, yeah. serious? Yeah. Wow. I had to go to the office, stay there for like the whole day, and then they have to give me cash. So then I learned a lesson to always yeah. take cash or don't take checks anymore. And what else again? I think um, money-wise, maybe like the Netherlands is better, but... I'm doing like the UX design as my 95 job. So okay. um, for, for what I do on the side, for the animation stuff, I don't work for people. I sell templates. So okay. there's this website where they put templates there. And I do it when I have time, when I feel like it, then I do it. And people who make videos can buy it and use them as they want. And every once in a while, somebody wants something customized mm-hmm. and they get back to me and then I can do customized work for them. But I prefer the the template one because you make no it stress. wise and you put it there. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes I, I did something for like a year, and I didn't do anything for a year. And every month I will get check with I don't know. It's not much, but it's good. It's yeah, good. you can get like a, easily make thousand euros every month without doing anything for a year. Okay. So so, so before we even talk about Ghana, now I want to make a comparison between products 
mm-hmm. products and services. I mean, in your case, you have like um, like packages. Mm-hmm. In your case, you have templates you are selling. I mean, in in our case, is it, I and maybe you can speak to this. I think it's very difficult going the product line in Ghana because even for weddings that you have packages, people would always want to pick and choose. True. You know, um, people would want to find their way around it to get the best that they want. I mean, I'm sure in your case for for videos, the Ghanaians will say, "Oh, do you want to?" You know, we are used to bargaining. It's normal. It's normal. It's normal. If for maybe you could you could speak to this, how how is that? Um, how does that work in Ghana in your field um, in terms of saying, "Okay, this is my package," and you are sticking to it. And the fact that people want to always come from a service route and want to twist things around. How does it work in your field? Okay, um, so I do content, I create content, and I do copy for brands. So I remember there was this brand I work for, the initial plan or contract was I was supposed to do copy, like post on social media for them and create content for social media for them three times a week. Then that was a plan, that's always been the plan. Then all of a sudden I was like, oh, why don't we do every day? And then you can't say that you can't do every day because it's like, okay, you're like a client, you're a new client. Then they'll come back, oh, we should do more than once a day. And like, that's, that's not what we agreed on. But there's always, they always want to like push beyond what was agreed. Agree, yeah. And when you want to come back and be like, okay, this wasn't the contract, you'll be like, well, we are already here. So. <laughs> but then <laughs> you cannot <laughs> negotiate about the money part, the financial part. No, no, no. No, we no, want to negotiate about money. Like, oh, but wow. the money, yeah. But it's always, they always want more, but they don't, they're not willing to pay that, yeah. Got it. I, I think I think also because in in this part of the world people need the money. True. Economically, um, the standards are different. So people want to say, ah, okay. It's like it's like you're shooting a wedding video. You tell them fifteen hours, or you tell them ten hours because that's what they paid for. And ten hours ends at five p.m. Mm-hmm. So at five p.m. you start packing your gear, and then the brides, because I used to shoot weddings too. The bride's auntie, not even the bride, because she's busy, she's dancing. Yeah, the bride's yeah. auntie comes and goes like, "Hey, now okay, yeah, why yeah. are you going?" <laughs> And then you being a Ghanaian and being empathetic and all of that, okay, let me just do it. But the thing is, you can't go back and have the conversation about about money and say they should increase. So, but in my contract, it's like every extra hour you pay. So, we have like the 15 hours, right? So, and every extra hour that I will stay, so if I make 16 hours, you pay the extra. Great. So, they know. Okay, right. That brings that comes to my next point. So we talk about money. I want to talk about contracts and how they they stand in the creative industry. You just gave a typical example of they know that yes. it's in the contract. Yes. Um, I'm not trying to shade my Ghanaian people, but but yo, they've read the contract. They know. It's there. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's always, and I'm sure you would, you would, yeah, know because, yeah, yeah. Because they said they were going to pay you on Tuesday, no, and no. it's three weeks later, and it's even a Wednesday. They haven't given you the money. Yes. You see, so I mean. Maybe we can both speak from both angles. And let me start with you. How do you think we can stop some of these things? Um, like think... getting your money. Yeah, getting your money, putting in place a contract, making sure you enforce the contract while smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think most of the time, because um, lawyers aren't the thing people go for for advice in Ghana. Okay. Because you know, like almost everywhere, you can hit up a lawyer for like a contract lawyer. Okay, I've gotten this contract. What are like the things I can, I can like the leeway I can get and everything. But in Ghana, because those things are not quite easy to get. I mean, you read a contract and maybe like you understand it in your standard English. 
but later on you want to go for them and like oh but this part of it meant something like no but that's not what we verbally agreed on Mm -hmm. but because it's in the contract they they can get away with it and like so say you're supposed to be paid on tuesday the first of may it would be like the 15th of may your money still hasn't come and 15th of may is really a holiday right So then it becomes, so you're supposed to be paid by May and it's be like October and your money still hasn't come and it's just annoying and just the back and forth is just too much. How would you handle the situation? Um, so I had that same uh, experience, right? Like getting my money late. Yeah. And while I was building my name in the, in the Amsterdam, Netherlands, mm-hmm. um, I switched it around. So uh, my payment goes like this. If you book me, if you want me to book you in the agenda, you pay one third of the money, right? And the second one third will come before we come and shoot. So I need to get the money before I shoot. And the last money is if I edit the video, I will let you know the video is finished. I want to send to you. The video is finished. So you pay me the money, then I will send you the video. So you will not see anything until I receive all my money. So if I don't have my money, you don't have any footages. And I think you want to see your wedding, so yeah. you will pay the money so i think for me getting my money hasn't been an issue for me for the past two years i always get mm. my money Lucky you. Before, before i come to you <laughs> let me tell you a story so so i i saw a, a video on tv some time ago <laughs> on i think it was metro advertising cycle years back yeah and i think what they had written it was a music video and what they had written was um um what is it um something about director's cut or do not play this or 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 um, is it trial copy or draft copy or something? Mm-hmm. And it was big, big on the video. Okay. And it was on TV. <laughs> it just means that the person took it mm-hmm. and then they didn't, didn't pay the pay person. Just put oh, it. I'm just gonna look at it and get back to you and just put it on TV. And wow. the TV, I think it's Metro. I don't know. My Metro don't come back at me, but, <laughs> but I mean, it was on TV, you yeah, know. Yeah, and, yeah. and and I'm just telling you that. Yes. Your, your system seems like feasible like it will work, but yo, I know people who, <laughs> you know, just 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 ignore, ignore that. that. But, yeah. I mean, coming to you, um, from our side, uh, mostly I'm just working through a company, yeah. So I usually don't have any issues with, um, but one thing, something happened one time. I was working on, I had an, an email, it was in my junk mail. Some guy he wrote me, Hey, you're selling this template on this website, I saw it. Can you make it in this size for me? Because the one on the website is a bit old and the resolution is not big enough. So I asked him, hey, what are you going to use it for? Then he said, yeah, I'm using it for this, this music video. I saw like very popular video in the US, I don't know, with like, I don't know, 50 million views and stuff. I'm like, okay, how much do you want to pay me? And the guy wanted to pay me on the race that they have on the website. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're going to have, you need like an extended license for it. Yeah, he didn't understand why you need to extend license because you're going to show it to so many people. So what I did was just brought back to the company and I told them, hey, I have this person, what should I do? And I also didn't want to lose the client, so yeah. I told them, you know, I'm going to get back to you. So what the website did was that they said, okay, just charge a minimum fee and then we'll pay you the difference. But we're going to use his material as advertisements for you on their yeah, website. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah, then it's more like payback, then it's win-win for both sides. So Okay, I, I mean, so... I mean, listen to all of you talk. There are several ways to to kill this cat, maybe. Mm-hmm. And and one thing I picked from yours, if I was the fact that maybe we need to get, we need to talk more with lawyers. Mm-hmm. You see, in your in your in your in your economy or in, in from where you come from, 
lawyers have already been involved in the industry, so so the systems are already in place. Okay. I mean, and what it just tells me now is maybe as Ghanaians or people working in this economy, we need to be able to put the systems in place now so that at least people who come and work in five or six years will then have the systems to work with. Yeah. I mean, in your case, you're selling a template and it's a, it's a basic structure. It's a product, it's on the website, people buy it. They don't even get to deal with you. They deal with the company, the company deals with you. You have a problem, the company then has the, the legal capacity to be able to speak to him and say, based on this, you're going to advertise, you know, all of that. And I think that maybe that's where Ghana needs to get into. I think in terms of talent, we have it abundantly, but yeah. we just don't have the structures. Structure. That is why um, we have these issues here. Yeah. But I have, I have one, one, another example, though. Like for my main work that I'm doing, yeah. um, we are doing consulting, so we mostly work for external companies. So we had a lot of issues that sometimes I make a design, and then the client said, can we get a source file of design? Yeah. But in my, in my work, they always put in a contract, you don't give a source, source file. Yeah, so, no. so, but the clients, they always try to ask for it. So at one time it happened that I was traveling, and then the client said, we need to make some last minute changes. Either I give us a source file, or you stay and fix it. Fix it. So, <laughs> then yeah. I was like in a very tight spot. So then I, I asked uh, one of the... Um, the process and it's like, well, for this reception, just give it to them and they can figure it for themselves. Okay. So, but when, why didn't you just forfeit your your travel plans? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not getting paid for that extra time, so <laughs> it comes back to structure. You yeah. know, like you're not getting paid for the extra time. Mm-hmm. So you know, you speak to your boss and your boss who has the legal capacity to say, okay, fine, give it to them for this period and then we'll cover you and all yeah, of that. Yeah. I think that's what we need to have, uh, yeah. have in the country. And yeah. I think another thing that will create it is dialogue between, say, creators working in the Netherlands and creators working in Ghana. Yeah. Because the truth is, the truth is, the clients we work for also have clients they work for who are outside Ghana. Yeah, no. yeah. So when it comes to consulting and their finances and their accounting and their, their technical things that they outsource, they, they, they adhere to those things. Yeah. True. So, so let me ask you, why do you think that um, creatives in Ghana don't get that much, and I use the word loosely, respect from, from clients? Um, I think first thing is understanding. Most of them don't understand what we do because sometimes, something like that, because I remember one of the clients, one of the last clients I went for last year, I went for a meeting and he was like, ah, but all you do is copy. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean by all I do is copy? He's like, ah, you can just write something. And I'm like, people are paid tens of thousands yeah, of dollars yeah, yeah. a year to write copies for respect. all these brands. But because I just write copies, so yeah. it's nothing. So I think the fact they don't understand it, because anytime that you try to explain that it has to deal with this, because even when it comes to like design, when you ask someone for a design, be like, oh, don't you have to just write, put, it's, it's just three words, put it together, and then that's just mm-hmm. it. So there's no basic understanding of what we do. And also the thing is that they just, it's almost always an afterthought. Like funny, creative is like very important to like most companies, but it's almost always treated as an afterthought because like say for an event, they can think of lights, they can think of like where they are going to do it. But when it comes to like how photos and everything, and like oh that's the last minute, and then they yeah. try to scramble yes. and get that oh can you do this for me? Like no, you should have involved me from the very yeah. beginning. True. But they never do. And then when you try to give what you have, it's like ah why are you being stuck up about it? 
So I think they all they never recognize that creators right now the, the way the world is creators have to be involved from the very very beginning True. of everything. Very important. Very. Yeah. I also think that so from what you say, what I pick up is maybe we need to just start selling value. You know, maybe we need to, and there's something I've, I think the value is there, but they don't value it. I feel yeah. sometimes, oh, photo keke. Yeah, yeah. Right, they don't mm-hmm. know the the hours she put in. Yeah, yeah. everything. When they add the keke, they might. Yeah, they yeah. like, okay. Um, <laughs> my side, I think like the, the where the biggest problem comes from is like the client acquisition. Yeah. So one thing that I stopped doing is doing work for people that I like family and yes. close friends. If you do it for them, first of all, they're not going to pay you the bucket rates, mm-hmm. and secondly, they want like they do it like. They want more changes. Exactly. Like they know you. Exactly. 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 So I think working for like so all the time when I get something like that, I just refer them to somebody else. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then they they can have they have like more like the formal agreement. And exactly. So um, I think the client acquisition is one of them, but it's not just in Ghana. I think it's also all over. Even working with like your parents and Americans and stuff, not everybody value creative work. Like even when we work, it's like a very international company. Yeah. And sometimes they just okay, just do something, make it nice, right? Yeah. Make it sometimes they even say make it sexy. I've had people <laughs> make it sexy. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 um crazy. So one thing, um the way one of the ways my company is solving that problem is that we have something called design thinking. Okay. So we um the 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 idea is that every design needs to solve a problem. Yeah, so like every creative work solves a problem. So, but then you cannot solve a problem without understanding what the problem is. Yeah. So design thinking is sitting out of the client, talking to them, trying to understand the root cause of a problem. Maybe it doesn't work with in, in, for like every industry, yeah. but in most industries, they can apply that. Yeah. If you understand what the problem is and what they're trying to solve or what message they're trying to uh, get across, then you mm-hmm. can recommend like good solution to them. Yeah. So I think that's the if you can do that and then they can have much better value for what you're doing. Yeah. Not just okay, I want I want this, just do it for me. And then you don't ask any questions why you want that yeah. or how, how you want it the way. So somebody yeah. tell you, okay, make a logo for me. And then you say, I want something shiny. Then I ask them, why do you want something <laughs> shiny? Yeah. And then you say, okay, maybe I want a, like a luxurious brand. And then you can say, okay, maybe that's the way or I want whatever. So what? If you sit down with them, ask them questions. It gets them to think, and then yeah. they value your work more when you show them the end results, yeah, exactly. not just following yeah. instructions. Even for that, so so for the same client, we had we had a previous meeting where I asked them questions about their brand, like what do they want people to think about when they come on their page, what do they want people to think about when they think of their name, and they had like a whole list, and I'm like, okay, this like this is all good. So these are the things we can do to make that come true that come to life make it possible so i went there so i worked with like an agency so i went there with my boss so i was talking about it and i told my boss okay this is what i think because speaking to them this is what they need but the one who went back and told them okay so it has to be done like this and like that like oh but they don't think they need it like that why can't we do it the same way as other people are doing and like you didn't hire us to do what other Other people people are doing doing. but then it ended up being like that because anytime you try to propose something different, they always go like, oh, but that person is doing that and another person is also doing that. So it's just... So, so I mean, I think that what I picked up from this is, first, as creatives, we need to educate ourselves, most importantly. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't dissect someone's problem when you don't know what the problem is. You need to understand the problem. So as creatives, we need to, first of all, understand that, like you said, 
we are we are selling solutions. So you need to get to that point with 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 whoever your client is, even if it's just a logo. Okay, what solution are you? What what problem are you solving? If you get them to understand that you're solving the problem, that helps. I, I and sometimes I feel like we skip certain things. We, you see. Your 25 years experience or your 10 years experience or your 15 years experience or whatever it is wasn't gained in two minutes. You're able to do it in two minutes because you have 15 years experience. Yeah. So sometimes I think we just have to be, as Ghanaians would say, long and take them and extend the process a bit so they feel like... Because if you go to a lawyer, a lawyer will take you through certain processes. He probably knows that you lose a case first day when you had your True. case. But he will take you through certain processes and you get to value him more. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should start doing. Yeah. 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 Extend our processes, lay down our processes, and let them go through. So by the time they're done, they're like... Oh. Uh. <laughs> so when they get the thing, they tend to value it more. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. point I also wanted to talk about, and you, you spoke about... Before you spoke about respect and the fact that... Um, I mean, it's come up working with expatriates, whites, mm-hmm. and working with blacks because, I mean, a, a, a Ghanaian company will fly in a Canadian, and I'm talking to a particular station, will fly in a Canadian photographer to come and do documentary photography. Let him put in a put him in a, a five star hotel. He's here for two weeks. He's he's supposed to deliver thirty photos. Mm-hmm. Flies around the country, does everything, delivers the 30 photos. You know you can deliver the 30 photos in two days because you understand your culture, you understand the situation, you know the story, you know how to tell the story. Yes. But they will not pay you $4,000 a day. Yeah. Never. Never. No, 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 no. Even if you beach, you won't get that. <laughs> You're not going to get that. Okay. So, so then there's that thing about they, they, they respect whites more, more than they respect us. I yeah. think there are other things. You can speak to that because then you are... Africans working or Ghanaians working in a predominantly white industry. True. I mean, you shoot for blacks, but, yeah. but you're still working in that space. Tell us, how is it like? How do you manage that? What challenges do you face? Um, for my side, I remember one time I was going to look for a job and um, I sent application. The first, the first one I did when I got there, the guy looked at me, looked at the name, it's like... I thought it was Japanese. I'm like, <laughs> I ended up getting the job, but for him, he didn't see blacks or especially Africans doing that kind of creative work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he said, "Well, you're like the only the first African guy I see doing this kind of. You know, most Africans are into, I don't know, more like the traditional stuff. Yeah. So there's like a perception, even at least from other experience." That black people, we are supposed to do certain kind of jobs, yeah. not the uh, not the kind of creative job that yeah they don't they put that in a certain box right. I get you. So then you need to prove yourself to work harder to be able to get the kind of um, recognition that you deserve. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say it's also something similar but more reversed. Okay, okay, okay. How about your case? Look at myself. So if I, I say I get 4,000, right? Um, I have some white colleagues. They are asking like 10,000. And, and they get them. it. They get it. Yeah. Right? And if I tell them, oh, it's 4,000. Whoa, 4,000, Jeff. Why? That much. But if I don't shoot for them, they'll probably go to that white person and, and pay that ta- exactly. double of that. Exactly. Right? And that hurts me because yeah. um, I feel like uh, uh, because of that, 
I have some um, some competitors there, and they are reducing their prices, yeah. right, to like low, so they don't value their own work. Yeah, and they are just uh, if you say, okay, I'll give you thousand. Also, okay, thousand. But yeah. if it can give you thousand, give me four thousand. Yeah, they'll come to you. So what I have to do is I need to make sure my work speaks for itself, exactly. right? Yeah. So quality is always better than quantity. Yeah, 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 right. So I'm trying to make sure my work stands out. Yeah. So if you go, okay, go. If you want quality, then you come to me. Yeah. So it's choice is up to you. Yeah. And now you can ask Koisi. I think most of the eight percent of the weddings, like in our community, I and my team we shoot there in the Netherlands. So it's, it was gradually, step by step. We well, are getting there. I think you should value yourself first. Yeah. That's what I think. And 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 I also think that well, this is a responsibility I'm going to throw to you guys. I think that um, it's, it's your responsibility, or it's partly your responsibility to to also teach creatives in the side of the world because mm -hmm. the truth is like i said skill craft they have it but they don't understand some of these things and yeah. there seems to be a disconnect between creatives in ghana and creatives elsewhere say in london or the u.s or amsterdam or whatever you see and i'll give an example all these creatives go to behance mm -hmm. or wherever and see see everybody's work yeah they can do it but then why is it that somebody gets to do something small and gets to, and gets like 10,000 and somebody gets this. I think there needs to be that that exchange of um, knowledge. The other thing I'll say too is, you said something about the fact that people don't expect Africans to do a certain kind of creative work. I think that the advantage to that is, if as Africans we begin to look into our when I say culture, I'm not talking about cross symbols, but there's a certain, there's a certain wealth of of creativity in in Africa that we can pick from and layer to to make our work different from what um, other people would do. I guess maybe the reason why they asked you if you're Japanese was maybe because of your name, mm -hmm. yep. the quality of your work, mm -hmm. and maybe a certain influence that they see that won't be in the work of say somebody from Europe. Yeah. You know, there's something. There's always something about black person's work. It has soul. It has heart. Yes. So maybe that's that's what you can also pick from this side. I mean, I think the agenda right now is to push Africa as far as possible. That's true. You know. Yeah. I mean, even look at our music. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's going know, far. Music is, is taking far. Maybe you can tell us since you've been here. Yes. Um, what do you think about music so far in 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 and well this December and so um, looking at myself uh, back in the days like think like 15 years when we were young yeah. we were afraid to say that we are, came from Africa okay people didn't want to listen to our music yeah even right. we were here quite well <laughs> <laughs> but people people were afraid to just admit that they are Africans so yeah. or coming from Ghana uh, Ghanaian people say they are from Suriname. Suriname is like uh, yeah, I know. Well, right. exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm from Suriname. Although you are from Africa, so they were afraid. But now looking at now, everybody wants to be African. Yeah. Everybody wants to listen to African music. Yeah. Everybody want to come to Africa. Mm -hmm. So I think we have made like progress. Yeah. And like this year was the year of return. I even came back after 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I think. Now, every year, everybody yeah. will come back, and I think we're going to grow more further and further. So I think it's, we are doing good. Tell us about music. Uh, I think music especially, it's, it's, I think it's one of the ways to actually get people to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. So like, so if somebody listens to the kind of music, like, especially like Afrobeat, yeah. then they're interested, okay, where is the guy from? And yeah. They start looking into it. 
I think the music scene in Ghana is way better than it was when I was here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's um you have like a lot more artists. People are listening to more. Now now we have a scene. When you were here, there was no, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> there was like there was like nothing. Now now it's um it's much much better. Yeah. And I'm also seeing like lot like lot of different. Though yesterday there was this guy. What's his name? The crazy guy with the orange, the, the yeah. pink background. Awesome Pion. Is that is that? Have you seen him? No. Oh, I will show you later. <laughs> Tanja. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the crazy guy. Yeah. And it's like whole very different from everything yeah, yeah. from every everyone is doing. And I think we need to encourage that not yeah. doing the same thing same over thing. again. Authentic, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, I mean. I think do do you use Ghanaian music in some of your your videos? Yes, yes. Okay. Mostly Ghanaian music, like okay. African music, African Nigerian music. music. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, I think music is taking us is taking us there. I I was I was speaking at an event like a week or two ago, and I was talking about the fact that one I I used to do music videos a lot, and one thing I always ensured was to I, I well I realized that music was what was taking Africa there. Yeah. It wasn't any other thing. It was music. So how how are we gonna? It's like we have to ride on the back of music. So for me, I started putting in, um, I started placing emphasis on the fashion in my music videos. I started placing emphasis on the locations, the architecture. It was there. People didn't really think that's what I was doing, but mm-hmm. it was intentional. Okay. So after a while, when when you watch my music video, you need to you experience a certain part of Ghanaian art, and I'll probably go a step deeper and put some meaning into it. So by the time you're done, you learn something. I mean, you bump your head to the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you learn something. So I feel like music has been a catalyst. It's opened the doors. I think the next thing is is the different forms of art, you know? I mean, I don't know if you know any UX designers from Ghana, but I think you should link up with some of them. I know a few of them. I'll give you some contacts. Yeah, um, you met Blaze. I'll send you contacts for a few other people who are right. doing great stuff. Um, I think we need to learn to collaborate. We need to learn to share ideas. Because the truth is, the, 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 the cake is huge. True. The cake is huge. True. I mean, yo, I mean, we can, if you are in Amsterdam, somebody else can go to another country because there are blacks everywhere. Blacks everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and even look at the people in the diaspora, people in America. Yeah. They all want to be Ghanaian. They all want to be African. <laughs> yeah. you know? They love our culture. True. Enough of the the cars and the and the girls and all of that. <laughs> now it's all about wax springs and all of that. True. You know? So now, if you go to all the weddings now, you see a lot more people dressed up in like the up and down, the African prince. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like a was it just before I came, like in Amsterdam Central Station? Yeah. They have a shop, like one of those temporary shops, and they're selling African wear, just African stuff, bags made of African prints and stuff. Great, great, great. Okay. I, one of the things I would love to do is possibly, um, I don't know, but maybe as part of this podcast and this initiative, maybe get like four or five creatives and we take a trip to Amsterdam and come and meet creatives. African creatives in Amsterdam so we can probably like sit and talk because I yes. think it's something that's very important that, that we need to do anyway so it's, it's been it's been great talking to you um, um, any last words Ifwa any last words um, I feel like in Ghana creators have to like come up for themselves like they have to come up stand up for themselves because like we've got because right now we are seeing like a sort of a renaissance now you know like a reemergence of like people taking appreciation in like the music the designs and everything but also shouldn't be stuck in doing things one way there should be like there's so many different things you can do so i think we should like show up for ourselves in in all our craziness in all our mixed fullness yeah <laughs> yes, i think we need like as creators we need to show up for ourselves and be like this is who we are we can be what you want but if you want the best you have to accept us in our fullness in our yeah. totality
I second I think uh, we should value our own work mm-hmm. first of all and don't bow down like yeah. if you set a price respect your price mm-hmm. right and it, Ghanaian Africans they will try to you know negotiate but don't go down because if you are going down you are just devaluing yourself and you're going to stay there and the whites are going because they are every year they are, the price is going up mm-hmm. and we are just staying below and their currency is also going, it's going up right so i think we should we should respect if we stay there and we all like create this are on the same line i think eventually our clients they will catch up and they will respect us more but if we don't do that they will not yeah right um, I think like so far since being in Ghana for about three weeks, um, traveling around, I've seen like a lot of creative work going on. If you go to like pubs and yeah. place to eat and drink, they're putting a lot more effort in like the set decoration, how yeah. it looks, how it feels like. That's not something that I had like ten years ago. Yeah. And and and, and I, I, sorry to catch you, but I was on your Instagram and I saw that you've seen the, the exhibit at Moving Pick. Exactly. The one Jewel is doing, I think, is amazing. You yeah. Know? And yeah. that alone tells you about what we have as Africans that we're forgetting. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think we need to take, take a step back from like the traditional paintings and the traditional craft that we make and more explore more, be more creative, be more, try more new stuff. Yeah. And I feel it's one of the things, the distinct things that we have that in Europe they have their own way of designing and stuff and we can have like our own way that we can sell to the outside world. I think we need to focus a bit more on that. Yeah, Sorry. great. I, so I and last last thing I want to say, I sat in a meeting with creatives from Amsterdam, Holland, and and the first question they ask is, what is the Ghanaian way? You know, there's the Swedish way of design, there's mm-hmm. the Scandinavian design, mm-hmm. there's American design, there's British design, mm-hmm. there's German design, mm-hmm. there's um, you know, all Japanese design, yeah. Chinese, Chinese. What is Ghanaian design? Yes. This is the point where we as a collective need to need to put our foot down and create what the Ghanaian aesthetic is and stamp that authority on the world so that someday somebody, when somebody sees this somebody can say ah oh, no this That's is Ghanaian yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and then we get into the the art books it's enough that um, we get to we get into the art books and it's just wood carvings yes. and things it's, it's okay now yeah. we also need to to, to make it you know so guys I mean thank you thank you thank you very much for, for this time I wish we could talk for hours but we can't um, we are definitely going to come to Amsterdam and get to share with you you're welcome you're welcome again. you're yeah. welcome, yeah. You're so welcome. Yeah. I think that's something we'll work on try and get a few creatives and come up there spend some time get to understand sure. so we can exchange more ideas um, I'm going to put all your work links um, in the podcast so that's people great. can check out your work follow you etc cool. thanks Thank you very Thanks much. Hand, handshakes. <laughs> yeah. Fingers handshakes. Fingers snaps. This is just a reminder to subscribe to this channel and follow our page on on Instagram, The Pollination. That's the dot pollen dot nation.